Kids, 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 kids. Kids say the darndest things. Kids do the darndest things. Kids, those Gen Z kids, you never know. You gotta love them. What do you say about kids? As for me, I freaking love them and my kids inspire me. I look them in the eyes at least once a week and say, you make me want to be a better person. Okay, mom, we get it. But <laughs> lately, that's not always the case, is it? Many of my listeners and parents have been pulling their hair out, not that they don't love their family, but they've been sending in so many questions about how they can keep the peace and the ease and flow in their home with everybody working from home and the kids going to virtual school. So I looked high and low to find an expert that could help us answer many of your questions and have a blast. I can't wait for you to hear Eva. Not only did she answer questions for kids and parents, but a lot of it was helpful just for me with my emotions and having open communication. We had so much fun that by the time we got done, I was like, can we do this again? Can you come back again? I can see how kids love her. I think they call her the kid whisperer or the child whisperer, but I can see why. Have fun. Enjoy the podcast. Please share it with anyone that you think could benefit. And rate us, like us, and check us out on Patreon. We really appreciate, we appreciate all your love and support. Enjoy. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Hello, hello, my Let's Keep It Real people. Uh, don't you just love kids? I love kids. But I was thinking, how would I feel right now if I had young kids at home? Whew, it might be fun. It won't be bored. Maybe a little challenging. So I went and I searched around for somebody that maybe could help us out. And I really love this woman. So I said, please be on my show and share your wisdom plus your journey. And she agreed to it. So I'm so excited. Let me tell you about Ava Parnas. Ava is an RN, MSN, CS, is a published author, child psychotherapist, and songwriter. Ooh, I love that. Maybe she'll sing for us. No, oh, that's right. She writes songs. Known as the Kid Whisperer. Oh, we all need those. Behavior Detective. Miss Parnas has written four books and has co-authored over 50 songs. What a great combination. She has a master's from Columbia University. Prior to her writing career and private practice, she worked at New York Hospital Cornell in child psychiatry. The book, Listen to Me, Please, oh my God, with an exclamation mark, 
time in, not time out, introduced new techniques and conversation starters that were featured in Nick Jr. Family Magazine for three consecutive months. Ava, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Thank you so much for that delightful introduction. And I, uh, your voice is great. <laughs> really? I'm so glad you say that because it used to be so much softer. But after teaching 30 years of fitness class, uh-huh. I, I ruined my voice. It's just gone. I sound like, don't I sound like a woman who smoked for 30 years? No, I actually like your voice and I have a good wow. ear. I was just, wow. that was a wonderful introduction. I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds great. Yay. <laughs> I, well, that makes me smile. Believe me, it did make me cry a little bit. I used to be a first soprano and now it's like, hello. Boo, boo, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, I un- all good. I un- okay. It's all good. It all works out. But no, wait, before I ask you for your word, do you sing too? Or are you mainly behind the scenes doing the writing? No, you, you got it right. I, we hire singers. Um, I write the lyrics and then I get together with um, my co-writers and we write the song. Um, I know what I like to hear, but I don't do the music or um, I do it in combination. Gotcha. Um, my, do- my daughter does sing, but um, I don't. Gotcha. I hear. Well, that still must be a lot of fun. But, you know, to hear somebody sing your song, isn't that like, oh, my God, that's my song. That's really my favorite thing. The favorite thing is creating, but I love writing songs. And, and then, like, I sometimes get married to something and I shouldn't. And my co-writers will say, now, don't get married to this version. And then I'll be like, it'll take another week for, to get used to the next version. That's really yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, the hard, you know, the hard part is obviously the business part, but the fun part is creating. Yeah, it's the same thing with writing books, right? Don't get married to something because they could say. Eh. Right. So but writing any kind of writing is rewriting. So basically, right. You know, you have to just learn that whatever you put down first, you you keep writing it. And then always there's one line. So it used to be I'd have one line in the 20 lines of the song that were like really great. And then I had to throw everything out and find the second great line. And then the third great line. You so. know what? I'm so glad you say that because my family always makes fun of me whenever ever I write books. And most of them are just self-help, not just are self-help or journals. So they're not these big, huge 700 page novels, but I have so many notebooks everywhere with scribble scrabble until I get that one line that I want to say. And they're like, how can a journal take so long to do? I mean, it's just a few lines, but it does take, it's a process to find that one line that works. Right. And it, you, you're inspired, at least myself, I'm inspired at different times. So I'll write one draft and then someone will say something and I'll, I'll think, oh, I have to add that. And then I'll think of something else. And like, there's a million final versions until you say, okay, I have to stop. There is no more, but you're right. always, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're always working on it, but it's so fun. Yeah. Like if you're blessed, if you're blessed to be able to create and write and you enjoy it, um, but there are two types of writers. I don't know what kind of writer you are, but I'm more inspirational. And some people like in Nashville, they'll sit down every day and write. No, I'm and inspirational. That's Same way. Right. Yeah. So I write, I need to be inspired. I need to have the feeling that I want to write and I have something to get out. But luckily it's frequent and especially in the pandemic. That's it's like a re- really nice to be able to do that. Yeah, that's true. 
All right. Now, before we go down, because I could keep asking a billion questions that are popping up, but I have to know, good, bad, or ugly, what has been the word that best des describes your past 30 days? Empathy. Empathy. Okay. Explain. Yeah, you go expecting? for it. <laughs> you know what? I want, this is the shock. Every, I asked this to every guest and I swear I haven't crossed the same word twice in, its, in hundreds of words. And that's really? what the shock is. Yeah, I think that's amazing because you think you're going to hear the same words. Well, so, what have you heard? I'm curious. Am I allowed to ask? Yeah, of course. Um, awesome. Fear. Excited. Courage. Hmm. New. I mean, everything you can think of. Uh, let's think of some of the other ones. Pleasant. Uh, awareness, interesting, introspective, everything like it's most of them because you know I guess I attract a certain guest. Most of them are coming at it from not a negative word. Some people will say anxious at the beginning, but most of them are coming either from compassion, courage, strength, powerful words but they're still all different and that cracks me up i think it's great and i have not heard empathy okay so now i need you to explain well we're in a unprecedented time of life and everybody has their own journey everyone has losses and, and blessings in this particular um situation and i think that empathy has been the word that it has been needed for the kids and the parents and myself and what we're all going through. And we, you know, I feel like we need to give each other empathy and need it, you know, yeah. just, you yeah. know, I'm not even any advice. Oh, I'm sorry. Today's a pandemic day. I'm sorry. That's empathy. I'm sorry. You're having a hard time. Or I tell someone else, Oh, today's a pandemic day, you know, or someone said, tells me, Oh, I couldn't get out of bed today till 12 o'clock. I'm like, okay, it's one of those days. But it's like that, that to me is like between March and now we're going to all have, you know, days like that till we have a new, um, start the new life, but, um, yeah, the new life, the we new all life wanted to start January. Everyone was thinking, uh, well, I know they knew this probably wasn't going to happen, but I think they were hoping that when 2021 hit in January, it would be all of a sudden this switch turn. Right. And it was automatic and it reset. Yeah. 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 But it's yeah. coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's and we all yeah. have to have patience and empathy and listen and write. So that's basically uh, my philosophy. Yeah. Well, being that you're a therapist, you probably, I mean, that's one of your biggest attributes. You're probably an amazing listener. Thank you. I've been told I'm a really good listener. Um, I like to listen to what people are saying and the message, like the feeling under it. So I understand. Um, so if occasionally my kids have complained that I'm not listening well enough, I will tell them that nobody will listen as well as I could. And I'm sorry, I'm not perfect. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Yeah. 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 But nobody's going to listen perfectly. No, no one's going to listen perfectly. But I did hear somebody say the thing they wanted to have the one thing they were working on in 2021 is to listen without judgment, to just truly listen. And that takes a lot, right? Because there's times you think you've got to be kidding me. You think that. <laughs>
I, I can't even respond to that. Yes, there's a lot of this in the world today. You've got to be kidding me. But I like to stick with, yeah. with the, the kids. So when you're listening to kids, there's not a lot of you've got to be kidding me because this is what they think. This <laughs> yes. is what they feel. And you're just yeah. listening to kind of translate for them what they're feeling and what they mean. But you don't want to, yeah. you just want to listen and you don't want to contradict them. You don't want to correct them. You don't want to give advice. You just learning to just be still and listen without wanting to rebut yeah. or wanting to correct or give advice is really difficult, even for a therapist. I mean, I'm sometimes just biting my tongue. And especially if you have teens, you really can't yeah. say anything. I don't think I've said anything for two years. <laughs> it was like, okay. Oh, that's nice. That's interesting. Oh, that's hard. I'm sorry. Would you like an idea, some advice? No, thank you. Oh my gosh, you're so good. I mean, no, I know I'm not, that. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> Nobody, listen, if you ask people of those that age group around me and they were comparing it, maybe they'd say I was good. But when they're not comparing it, nobody's good at it. No parent is good in a teenager's in there. You know, they're separating. They have to reject us. They're not going to um, think we're good. Is that true? Yeah. How else do they separate? If they think we're fantastic, you think they can leave us? Okay. All right. All right. Let's dive into this. Because I, by the way, before you came on, I always ask my peeps for questions. Okay. So let's get into this. Because the one question that, and these are all made up names. I use Sally Bell a lot because I don't know Sally Bell. But Sally Bell, let's just dive into it right here. Wants to know. How can I get my teenage son, who is, I guess he's 15, to enjoy the family's company? That was the number (laughs) one question. Well, you just answered it. I I feel, Sally, I feel for you. 15 is a really difficult age for parents and kids. The kids, their frontal lobe is still not closed. There are a ton of emotions going on. They're not sure what they're feeling, their life, if you... If any teenager, my teenager says, if a teenager tells you their life is great, they're lying, um, <laughs> which I think is great. I, yeah, I, I got to write that down. I got to use that. Okay. Listen, it's, it's hormonal. It's their, their bodies are changing. They're growing. I mean, it's an endless process of trying to become an adult and um, friends are all important. And I think they, even though it's so painful for parents, they're not, they don't want to be with the family. I'm really sorry to say. And you're not going to make them like it. They'll come back okay. eventually. But <laughs> between 15, I think you have to go through the first year of college, as my older niece will say. She didn't want to talk to her parents at all. And I, of course, all my clients that I work with. So you just have to tolerate the rejection and the separation. Look, here's, here's how I look at it. When I used to be at uh, Cornell in the hospital, they had an inpatient unit. Mm-hmm. And maybe some people will take offense to this. And I apologize in advance. Please don't send Sandy all kinds of uh, texts or messages. That's eh, okay. But we used to say they were getting away from their parents in the hospital. Like they either took their mm. vacation in the hospital or they went to camp or they separated. So oh my letting, it was our Is joke. Yeah, it was our kind of our joke, but we would say, oh, they're coming to camp again. Like, so her question was, how can I make them like family time? She's not yeah. going to like my answer, but why, yeah. why, are you try, why are you trying to make them younger than they are? 
But I love that you explained it that way, because I think it's a whole different perspective, because I think many times, which I'm sure you're aware of this, parents think it's them because they'll hear them say, oh, my kids like spending time with me. My kids like spending time. And then, you know, people compare and they go, oh, crap, why can't I get my kids to want to hang out with us? Why don't they like us? Blah. Not that you don't want them to be with their friends, but now you're saying, hey, you could be doing everything right. It's not you. It's just well, them and what they're going through. Yes and no. Actually, that's a really good point. So I missed that point. Mm. So thank you. So. Well, I don't know. I made a point. So go ahead. No, I, no, it's very interesting because there's so many different aspects to it. I was just, you know, picking one side of it first, their side. So look, there has to be some family time, whether yeah. it's dinner, you, you, but you negotiate, you say, um, I know that you don't want to be with a family. Friends are number one. You're busy separating. You're growing up into an adult. But let's have twice a week family time. Take a walk. Family. A little bit of family time. Um, okay. Too much okay. family time and your kids love you. There's something wrong there, too. Yeah. I, I guess they, sh they shouldn't be just with the family and they shouldn't just be with friends. So there needs to be. So you start out with you decrease the family time and then they go off on their own and then they make appointments for dinner and lunch, you know, but yeah, that's yeah. way down in between. There's all this hard part that's separating that that's rejecting for parents, you know, for their finding their way. If you could find something you like to do together with them, that's fun. That would be great too. Yeah. But it's, I always, my, I always say, ask your kids what you're doing wrong and what you can do differently. Ooh. Ooh, uh, you're going to love that parent. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, and it hurts. But and no arguing, no defensiveness. Like prepare yourself before you ask the question. Um, yeah. And then think yeah. about it. And, and you know, and they're no. not going to say it right. They're going to say it like totally like you never do this. You're always yeah. this. Yeah. Okay, that's my no. soapbox for that. No, no. And by the way, almost all the questions revolve around this. Like the next really? question, oh my goodness, people were flooding me. For example, the next one is, we'll call him Bobby. <laughs> says, okay. my kid, these are teenage questions. Um, oh, really? Interesting. My, my, my kid don't want to come to the family dinner, but I make them come anyhow. Is that what I should do? Like, should you for like, you're going to eat dinner, whether you sit there miserably or not. And then there's a two part to it. And I say phones down during dinner time and they have dinner time in his house every night. So Bobby needs advice because he, whether they like it or not, you come to dinner, you could sit there, you could hate it. You can mope, you can put your face in your peas. You're coming to dinner. Well, what about a, what asking them? What would make dinner fun? What would they like their to phones. do? They're going to say their phones, don't you think? Other than the phones. Uh, uh. Do you want to go for a walk? Why does it have to be dinner? What about a walk? Like give them a choice. Say, we want one activity. We know you're leaving. You, we know you're growing up, but you're forcing them to hate being with you having dinner. Is that really what you want? Okay. So you want pick, think of your goal. What's your goal? You want to spend some quality time talking to your kid, don't you? Here's something yes. interesting. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. sit with them moping around so you're in control and you're the boss and you're showing them who who's who? The power changes. I use the example of 
When a new artist gets signed to a label, the, la- the record label is in charge. When they get famous, mm-hmm. like whatever big artists get famous, they have more power and the record label can't really tell them what to do that much anymore. Mm-hmm. So the power in the family is changing and your te- your, the parents don't like that. <laughs> it's like, now, not, who likes know, that? Now are, they, are they doing drugs? Are they drinking? Are they cutting? Are they, you know, is there something they're doing that you, that needs intervention? No. So you're forcing them to come to dinner. Is that really, would they be happier taking a walk with you for 15 minutes and talking to you? Would they be happier? Um, I don't know. Think about an activity, bike riding, a shared activity. Okay. So that would be my suggestion. This is, by the way, I got hammered with questions about this, about dinner time and hanging out. So we're going to just put some of these together. It's negotiating and asking them how to solve the problem. Okay. So you're saying that you can say to them, we need some 15 minutes together, but it doesn't need we're, you know, we would like to spend some time with you. You don't seem to like the dinner participation. Do you have another idea? Okay. They're getting older. Go ahead. Yeah. What if they don't? What if they don't? Well, they're like, I don't have an idea. I just don't want to hang out. Yes, I understand you don't want to hang. You have to acknowledge their feelings. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. Tell me, why don't you want to hang out? Uh, What don't you like? What would you like to be different? What can I do differently at dinner? Like you're you're not, you're getting to a power struggle. You do it my way. As opposed to understanding, maybe the parents, they don't like the way their parents chew. Maybe they don't like the way their parents eat. (laughs) Maybe their parents are too controlling. Oh, I love that. No, think about it. What are the parents doing wrong at dinner that the kid doesn't want to sit with them? Other than maybe they're just lecturing them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe the parents don't listen. Yeah, yeah. How about, this is another one. We'll call her Betty Boop. You Betty realize says, I don't wait. You realize I don't have all the information, right? So these answers are, are really just in a vacuum, like sort of my guess as to what might be going on somewhere. It's just your opinion, right? Because I don't have all the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah we okay. know that. And, okay. and this is like writing to dear Abby. You ever met right. dear Abby? Yes, yeah, I they, do. It, we understand because you'd have to be with them and have them as a client. Listen, do you understand? I when I used to go out to restaurants, that sounds so weird. When I used to go out to restaurants, yes, I'd be sitting in the restaurants and people would come up to me and say, "Can you tell me uh, the best ab exercise to do?" Be, Excuse <laughs> <Sorry>. me. <laughs> like, stop eating the French fries with gravy. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's but hysterical. People say that to me. At, oh, yeah, all the time that when they, because they would know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What workout's the best workout for me? And it's not that simple. Like, I don't know how your body works. I don't know your injuries. I don't know. So we get it. All right, but now, Betty Boo. But the, by the way, even though you don't have the specifics, I find this enlightening and fascinating and very, very good information. So I know it's going to be useful. All right, let's Thank go to uh, Betty, Betty Boo. <laughs> I like that. Betty Boo. This is funny. Says every time she goes to a family gathering, people always get mad at her because when she does dinners with her families, I think her kids are all teens. This letter is very long. uh, They watch a show together, like a show they all enjoy and comment. She calls it parallel play. Okay. And they, and they all are willing to come to dinner. So they put on a show they like. It's one that everyone gets to choose a different show. 
Well, everyone at the table always brags, oh, you got to bribe your kids. We make our kids come to the dinner table and want to be there without their phones every night. So she always feels less of a parent. She needs input here. Is she doing it wrong by watching the show together and the family loves it? And every week, each person gets pit that show. Okay, so my two answers are, I think it's great that in her family, she found a way to make them enjoy dinner. So she's addressing the needs of her family, their teens, and they found something. Do I believe in watching TV while you eat is a whole other situation. So (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously, since I wrote hungry feelings, not hungry tummy, and my feelings are hungry and I believe in eating mindfully and um, being aware. So that being said, if the family is healthy and if they've all found a way that they enjoy what they're doing, um, then I think that's great. If the family has some issues with food, then I might say, how about watching the movie after dinner? What I would say to her family is, um, I like to say, so, you know, p- people like to push food on other people and it, it, nothing you say will stop them. No, I'm full. No, I, I'm not. So I find if you say, hey, I'm allergic to that, <laughs> um, that works. So the other thing that works is she could always say, I spoke to child therapists and they said, if you have teenagers, if you find something that you all like to do together, it's yeah. not relevant. Yeah. So, well, yeah. First of all, I have a rough time when you're the perfect parent and I'm not, you know what I mean? That's a whole nother ball of wax. Like who's the perfect parent? Like don't nobody. To, yeah. Yeah. So, so I feel for her that she's getting, listen, people criticize me for talking feelings. People feel uncomfortable about anything that's different. Maybe they were all jealous that she found a way to have them enjoy themselves and the rest of the people yeah. are moping around at dinner. So I give her credit and I think that's great. And it's hard going to a family gathering regardless. There's always something that goes wrong. Somebody criticizes somebody. Yeah. yeah. So other than that, I think she could be confident about what she's doing if they're enjoying it. Yeah, I I agree. Okay. All right. So uh, it's so funny because when I ask people to send in questions, I mean, I usually get some, but there are tons of questions. Really? Oh, I love that. About that. Yeah. About this subject. And it's because it's needed. You know what I mean? Everyone's dealing with different things. And, you know, I don't know about you, but most of my friends, their kids are home with them. Even some that, you know, are out of college. Now they're home with them. So there's more people living in those dynamics that they haven't dealt with before. They're like, wait a minute, we were empty nesters. What happened? Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a whole different thing going on. But this, we're going to switch gears. This, this is for okay. the young kids. All right. So, it's him. yeah, this is so... Their child, we'll call her Debbie Dew. Debbie Dew, mm-hmm. I guess she has a seven-year-old boy and a nine-year-old girl. And they're doing school virtually. And they hate it. Yeah. They hate it. They hate it. They hate it. She doesn't know what to do because it's a full day of school. They are constantly getting in trouble for like trying to talk when they're not supposed to talk, getting up when they're not supposed to get up. And she works a full-time job. So she's at her desk and she's always being called, the teacher wants to talk to you. The teacher wants to talk to you. 
and she's at her wit's end of what to do because she just feels it's just not meant for her kids. Now that's a big question because you don't know these kids, but she, do you have any suggestions of how to make the day enjoyable? First, let me say, I'm sorry. What what was her name again? We called her Debbie Do. Debbie. I I don't call her Debbie. Yeah, that's a better, not Debbie Do. So there are probably so many Debbies now at home working full time and trying to get their kids onto the computer. The worst part is there is no, it's developmentally not appropriate for the children to be on the computer all day. So just knowing that it's, that she, you know, we're, the world is trying to force the kids to do something that doesn't work for them. Okay. Does it work better for some kids than others? Yes. Mm. Is she in a position that it doesn't work for her kids, but it doesn't work for her kids. So there are a couple of things that I recommend that could restructure the day a bit. Um, Some kids, they shut the computer for 10 minutes every hour, 15 minutes every hour. Some people bought a, a indoor trampoline that the kids could jump on. We have um, them all over the house. Okay. Then we have um, doing uh, setting a routine that they know when they could talk about their feelings, just say why they hate it, what's hard for them, and that it's difficult what they're going through. And talking to the teachers, I've had some parents here and, you know, maybe different talk to the teachers and restructure, send some work home. Don't stay on the computer all day. I mean, if your kid can handle it, you have to figure. And then of course she's working. So who's going to watch the kids? Yeah. So I always recommend do some feeling time. I have feeling maps. I have all kinds of um, activities. If they get some of their feelings out about their loneliness, about missing their friends, about having to stare at a screen all day. If you express some of the feelings, then the behavior calms down. That's one technique. The other technique is giving them breaks. The other technique is a reward system. I mean, there's so many. So I don't yeah. know, you know, I have in a lot of my books, I have suggestions and, you know, techniques that yeah. they could use, um, yeah. drawing your feelings. So that's the, you know, and the parent is obviously stressed out. So how can she take a break? Can they all dance, you know, for a half hour, 20 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes in between her yeah. calls? Yeah. So just something. Okay. Yeah. I I was thinking that I had a group of moms that they actually went and talked to the, uh, their school and the administration and the teachers to say, this is what we're seeing at home. And they got a few things changed. I mean, it was, it was, I'm not saying that's easy for every school, but they did realize, Hey, this is not good for our kids. And so they gave them more downtime and free time and Hey, this is your time to create go create. This is your time to, you know, jump on your trip, like whatever it is. And yes, I know really some schools. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Some schools, yeah, have made changes. They realize that the younger kids, it's just not, it's not working. It's not working for the older kids. I don't like to sit on the computer all day. Yeah. No, no, not at all. My son, ever since he was little, we used to call it uh, jump study. He loved when he created and thought to jump on the mini, I have mini trampolines. And so I brought a couple home still to this day. And he's 17 when he's on the computer, almost every hour, he goes and just jumps a little bit just to clear his head. Yeah. Tremendous with that few minutes in between every hour can do. And he's a junior in high school, but it's just too much of sitting there. He goes, mom, 
come on, I get that I'm not eight, but still in all, just to listen and <laughs> listen and listen and listen. They have to structure it differently. You know, yeah. they have to, he just said to me, he's not great at math. And he said to ask you this, but I said, well, she's not a teacher. He goes, but mom, just ask her. He goes, I don't think they're for a lot of people. Yeah, they're great at math. But for the kids that are struggling, the reason I struggle with math is they're not applying it to everything. It's just formulation, but why don't we use math for the universe? Why can't they show us how you can apply math and use it in the world? And he wants to know why not. Now you probably don't know that answer, but I told him I was gonna ask you. Well, tell him he has a fabulous idea. I have been trying to get uh, therapy into schools forever, like feelings classes. He's younger than me, so he might be successful in getting a how to apply math in the real world into schools. So I have a project for him. I think his question is fantastic. I think he should write a paper and a presentation and present it and maybe create the class. Great idea. Right. I mean, I think I don't know. He could go like I hear college kids. There's someone just Google. I had a session with a, a college kid and he he said he was. She said, actually, she was Googling how to date. How do you date? And really? I was thinking, oh, my God, at my age, <laughs> if, I, if I could Google how do you date when I was younger, wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, you're right. So what is, right. Math good, what is math good for? I mean, your son has a fantastic yeah. idea. First of all, there are different, tell him there are different types of brains. So you know, my child doesn't have a math brain either. Um, if yeah. he thinks he doesn't have a math brain because it doesn't interest him, but he can do math, then let him look up what math is good for. What is it good yeah. for? Absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> you know I, I think, I think him is that they don't have a math brain, but he said also it still would help him at least to, I want to know the answer. So if he does the paper, yeah. can he please tell me and share it with me and I'll share with yeah. him some things that it, feelings know, are good a, for. Yeah. That, that's a great idea because he really, really has been talking about this for a while. And I'm, I know he has to do papers, so he should pick that subject. Cool. All yeah. Right. So what, I don't know what they use math for, honestly. I know engineering, uh, drawing, um, architect. I don't really stunning. know. Oh, they, they use it for studying the universe. Yeah. Chemistry yeah. star. I don't yeah. know. Whatever yeah. he's interested in, he should pick yeah. the subject that he's interested in and how math applies. Yeah, because he he was telling me the whole thing. All right. And that's a whole nother thing, which is a question. But people are like asking all these. They must be inundated with questions they have because I haven't had somebody like you on the show for a long time. But this is more like the same thing about with the teachers. They're saying my child excels at every subject and that same thing except for math. A plus A plus A plus but he spends hours doing the math. Can't, shouldn't something be changed? So he's not draining his brain and taking away from the things that he does well. I, she just wants your opinion. I agree. I mean, I suffered through that like her. So I agree with her. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just agree with her. I think, you know, don't suffer. So don't have him suffer so much. So what if the grade isn't good? Yeah. I mean, I, not everybody believes that, but I do. The whole, I I think the whole education system, I'm hoping that the pandemic will change that. The kids, Mm. 
are enjoying being with their parents. Some of them, the younger set, um, the school is different. Some of the kids are getting back some of their childhood. Like, look, I think the schools stole our kids and are stealing our kids' childhood. I mean, the hours yeah. and hours in school and the studying for what? I mean, yeah. I just think this whole school system and then anxiety and depression is increasing in kids. It, it correlates with that we steal their childhood. So if this pandemic, if we can learn anything, I would love to learn now's the time to make a change when something is going on. Let everybody, if every parent advocates that things need to change and okay, so math isn't great. So get a tutor. They're online math tutors, you know, just do the work. Don't, don't expect. So you get all eight pluses and one C what's the big deal. Yeah. I don't know. That's, do you agree? I, agree. I, mean, I 100% agree. Yeah, I know. I know. I 100% agree. And I think this parent does. They just want to tell the school that. But I do know there's so many kids that come to me and will tell me, you know, just friends, you know, they don't want to tell their parents, please tell my parents, it's okay if I just get that C in the one grade. But a lot of parents are pushing them for all A's, all A's, you have to have a 4.0, you, have, you can't get in the school. It's so competitive. How are you going to get into that college? And so I get it, you know? Right. They're but do you want to pay pressure. for therapy or do you want to pressure them to get that C, the A? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your choice. Your parent, you can spend yeah. money how you like. But believe yes. me, you're going to be spending it on therapy if you keep hocking a, a kid without a math brain to, you know, yeah. to do well in math. It, yeah. And then you're yeah. stealing his, his interest because it, you're right. He's drained. Yeah. Anyway, I have and, strong and, opinions about all these things. And you know what? The good news is they're identical that what's going on in my head, but you're solidifying them and you're saying them like so well, like it's so eloquent how you're saying them and that everyone can understand it. So I really, really appreciate that. Oh, thank okay. You. And and the fact that you're an expert, I'm like, wow, I wasn't so far off base. All right, here we go. Oh boy, this is a big one. There yeah. are times. Well, I'm glad my brain this is, is the last working. one. I'm so happy. I feel <laughs> we're, so. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna run out of time here, but that's um, okay. This mom says, I love my kids. Please just start with, I love them. I love them. I love them. But <laughs> I'm at the point right now with working at home and she has three kids, four, four, five, and seven. And her husband isn't a big participant because he just literally can't take a break from his work. Not that he doesn't love his kids. There are times in her day. She just thinks, Oh my God, just shut him up. Just shut him up. (laughs) And she hasn't done anything to harm them yet, but she gets worried. And sometimes she says she just has to, go outside and scream and then come back in and get on her zoom call. I Mm. I mean, I feel like I feel her, but she wants, what can I do that? I don't become like, and I think she's joking an abusive parent, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's really, really hard. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm really sorry. I think at this, in this particular situation, I would say she probably would be helpful to talk to somebody yeah. To let off some steam to get some support. I don't, you know, I don't quite understand the situation. My husband doesn't participate because then you're a single parent and you're not getting any relief and everybody needs relief. She met and, during the day. Like he, I guess, I don't know what he does, but like, it's like he goes into this office and he doesn't come out. And so, right. She, so, but I would question, like if they were in session with me, I would question that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But 
you know, I'm not there. I don't know if he's on the market, you know, buying and selling all day or whatever, but there's lunch break yeah. or there's, you know, yeah. that make that piece. I would question that as a therapist, like if a case was presented to me, gotcha. I would also say she's not having enough fun with them. And so it's all drudgery and all sit at, you know, do your homework, do this, do that. So I think during the pandemic, what I've noticed that um, the, the kids are really not the parents and kids aren't having enough fun. Yeah. So if she added some fun to the day and she got them all on the indoor trampoline, there'll be a sale now and a run on, on trampolines. But if they started <laughs> yeah. jumping and dancing to music, she's not going to want to go outside and scream. Yeah. Good. And Good how point. does she Good take point. a break? She could structure a break. Hey guys, I need a break. Can you draw for a few minutes or, and then we'll dance with music when the kids know when their needs are going to be met. Let's talk about feelings. Let's draw. Let's play. Tell me what's going on with you. And then I'm going to take a few minute break now and then we'll come back and play again. They just need to know instead of like paying attention all day without any structure, just structure the fun time with them. We're having fun from 10 to 1015, from 2 to 230, from 6 to 615, whatever the time is. Yeah. And then she tells them when her break is and they take their break. I, I like that. Okay. Those are great suggestions. Great suggestions. Thank oh my you. gosh. We're running out of time. We're going to have to bring you on. People are loving this. I do feel it like, you know, dear Ava, like it's like, it's just so much stuff here. So, That's great. I did do that for a while, by the way. That's a great oh, idea. You did? I like it. Yeah. I like that. Cause like dear oh, Abby, I thought yeah. it would be like, yeah. But, no, seriously, um, because I, I can't even get to all this stuff. And it's the number one thing. I feel, I feel like as if I should have brought more people on about this. I had no idea, but think about it. There's so many parents at home dealing with all the stuff. All yeah, right. And they're not therapists. They didn't go to school for this. How would they know? No. They're, they're no. in an unprecedented situation. Okay. But we're running out of time. I know the tools. They don't have the tools. All right. But that's all right. I always say to people, it's all right. You can't do this alone and it's okay. So just tell us a little bit before I do rapid fire about your new ebook that they can get. So everything you brought up, thank you. Everything you brought up today is exactly why I wrote the book. I, it's, I created this pedal techniques that will give parents the tools to answer all these questions that you're hmm. asking, how to have more fun, how to help them be resilient and thrive during this crisis. And I came up with a word, pedal, that it sound, reminded me of a flower. And I specifically picked those words, but you could, if you're in the uh, heat of the moment with your child, if you think of the word pedal, and all you do is pick one of those word, letters and think of a word for it. So P could be praise, positive parenting, um, mm. anything, so you, P, so praise them. So you do the kiss and the slap. You say, oh, I really love when you do this. I would appreciate if you stopped screaming. Um, e is for empathy. Just, I'm sorry that happened. All you have to yeah. do to a kid is say, your feelings are hurt. I'm sorry. You'll be incredible how their behavior changes. Then you talk to them, the T, A for awareness, um, appreciation. It could be any kind of A word. Usually yeah. they're good. And then L is for listening, love. Um, so I created that word and then I give all kinds of techniques and you can buy it on my website now at avaparnas.com. It'll be on Amazon soon. Um, and it gives cool. you tips to techniques to have fun. 
And I, I love, by the way, I love words and I love acronyms. I love making words and then going, okay, like game plan and then thinking of letters and what you could do in words for it. it. It's so important and so fun. And it just triggers your brain to go there. All right. Tell us about your feeling town map, just a teeny bit, because they can always research it for you. Okay. So I have two maps that I've created. One is a feeling town map. One is feeling state. So I'm, I'm working on a pilot for a children's television show called Welcome to Feeling Town. Woo-hoo. So kids, thank you. Kids don't always know how they feel. They don't know how they feel when they say, I don't know. It's the truth. So you have to give choices and they love the map. I, every Zoom session I've done since the pandemic, they do the map. They pick the streets of the feelings they want to walk down. They, it mm. helps them figure out what they're feeling. Different kids like different maps. The state maps are generally for older kids. If your kids can't read it, you read them the states. It's just, if you do the map every day, you're going to have an easier time during the pandemic. So what age is it for? It could be any age because you could sit down in a group. I had a one family with seven kids who I've been, I have two families with seven, seven kids that I've been working with to see how my techniques work for a large family because it's easier to do. So if you have to do a feelings with every kid, you do once a week, if you have seven kids. If you do feelings, you have less kids, you do it more often. Um, but you could do the feeling town map in a group. Every I took it to classrooms. You could do it together as a group. It really works nicely. Um, mm-hmm. And you read it to them if they're younger and they could sit on your lap. I did it with a two, you know, I've had two-year-olds, three-year-olds, you know, five minutes. They don't do it. Oh, let's, they like the pictures. They could point. It's just really, yeah. wor- it, I had to find, people used to ask me to come home with them. And so I created the map. It's sort of taking me home. Aww. That's sort of how I did it. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love Thank it. You. I love it. Well, listen, I just wanted to spend this time um, asking you all, all the questions that the peeps sent in. So we're not going to have that much time for rapid fire, but I just have two things to ask you. One, what is something about you that maybe most people don't know that you can share? Um. I love to read. I don't know. Yeah. I read all the time. Everything. Really? Yeah. Everything. Fiction. Mostly fiction all the time. Oh, and I watch Korean television dramas. Do you really? I do. And my That's funny because my last guest, yeah, just said that. And I'm like, it was the first time I've ever heard it. And she said, yeah, I love Korean television. I'm like, I've never heard that. And you just said that. Great story writing, great drama. And I... I am not in the age bracket like a BTS that everybody lo- loves it, but apparently 16 million Americans are watching Korean television. Oh, I am into BTS. <laughs> uh, me, me too. <laughs> Even though I'm the wrong age. Don't matter. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Okay. And when I say the word universe, what does it mean to you, Ava? Well, to me, it means spirituality and God. And um, I'm more of a, a religious person. So okay. that the people, I, I think people use universe and people use God and they're interchangeable for some people. Yep. So that's my answer. Okay. Favorite food. Say that again. Favorite food. Oh, unfortunately chocolate. That's okay. And what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. All right, Ava, how can they reach us? Tell us everything so they can get in touch with you. It's Okay, thank you. It's avaparnas.com, A-V-A, P as in Peter, A-R-N-A-S-S.com. Um, 
they could Google me. I'm there, my website. Um, I'm on Amazon too. Um, so thank you for asking. No, at, this has been freaking awesome. Incredible. Lots of fun. Great information. I know they're going to want you to come back. It's been so, so, so special. You're I great at this. Thank oh, you. Thank- <laughs> you. You are really, I do a lot of these and I oh. think you're amazing. Like you did well, such a great job. I had so much fun. Oh, uh, well, thank Well, you know what? I jumped in podcasting six years ago. You know, I know a lot of people are doing it, but I was doing it when the people are like, you're doing what? And I, and I started hosting back then. So I had a little practice at it. So no, this was fun. You were great. I, and you're so appreciative. That's like, really, I really like that. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I swear. I feel like I get so much out of it. Like I just love it. And I love seeking the knowledge and I just know it's going to help a lot of people. So, all right, my let's keep it real people. Come on. She kept it real, didn't she? Please spread the word, share, like. There's so many people out there that will benefit from this information. And until next time, you know what I'm going to say. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive. Hello there, and thanks for listening. I'm so excited to offer some amazing new content and discounts on my Patreon. That's right, new to Patreon. And starting as little as $3 a month, you can access exclusive podcast episodes, one-on-one calls, and major discounts on my six-week reset program. Visit patreon.com slash Sandy J. Weston to get started.